Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's show, how to address social media abuse. Here we go. Today we're going to talk about social media abuse, and we're not we're going to take a different perspective because I think a lot of folks are, are really excited about companies collecting user IDs and passwords from folks, and we're not going to talk about that. That's right, what you, that's what yeah. you might think we're going to talk about, and safe to say we don't encourage that practice. Right? That's not a good practice. Right. But we're going to talk about the other side of the coin: the abuse of social media by employees, folks who work for you during company time, and and. I think we're going to surprise some people here. I, I really do. So I think sometimes folks confuse our position on social media. And we're not we're not against social media. You're not against it, are you, Mark? No. I like it. Yeah. I don't really love Twitter. I think it's just more advertising. Um, but I'm a little bit unusual in those regards. But I like social media. What we're talking about here, though, is people who are constantly checking Facebook, people who are tweeting incessantly, you know, 50 times a day. People are on Facebook, you know, 50, 100 times a day. You know, the fact is that's ineffective. And the question is, what do you as a manager do when one of your directs is having trouble drawing the line on what is too much? And I think you're right. I think your answer is going to surprise people because we have three points. And the first point is ignore the social media initially. Honestly, We don't recommend when you see one of your directs abusing social media, when you constantly see them going to websites and then shutting them down as soon as they walk by, you walk by, or constantly on Facebook, constantly tweeting, maybe texting other people hypothetically during meetings and so on, all the social media, we recommend you ignore it initially. On the other hand, number two, we recommend you give them feedback on their performance. That's really what you want is performance. And you believe that checking social media is affecting performance because if it's not, then it may be that the social media is not a problem. And the third thing is if it continues, then if someone has reasonably good performance, but they're still doing a lot of social media, then we recommend you raise the standards either on the quality of the work or more likely on the quantity of their work and assign them new work uh, within reason, of course, to help them eliminate that distraction. Now, ultimately, you may have to talk to them about it, and we don't shy away from that, but we don't recommend you do so initially. Okay, so first point, ignore social media. I think I think that is the, the piece that's really going to surprise people here. But we have some, some logic here, don't we? Yeah, look, we recommend when one of your directs, regardless of their performance level, is abusing social media, that you ignore the social media problem initially, Okay. The social media, Facebook, tweeting, whatever it is, may or may not be a cause, but it is not the problem, okay? And I think this is a case of managers in general looking for root causes of things and trying to fix root causes. And if I fix the root cause, everything else will be okay. Well, we're really bad at guessing at root causes, folks. We're really bad at guessing why people do things or why people get the outcomes that they get. And you're not sure that Facebook is the cause of someone's low performance if, in fact, they have that, okay? The problem, again, is not social media. It's the time they're spending on social media that they're not spending on core results and their core responsibilities. 
Now, we know there are exceptions, but for the vast majority of roles, social media aren't a core part of responsibilities. So if they're using social media, it is reasonable to assume they're not focused on the right thing. Okay, But if you give negative feedback for the social media, we suspect you'll get some pushback and maybe some grumbling. Okay, So the question then becomes, okay, what do we do? Think of it this way. Think of the, the thought experiment. You've got a top performer who overuses social media. Do you really want to spend time giving negative feedback on her Facebook addiction? If you could also be giving positive feedback for her core duties? I'd suggest no. Go ahead and focus on the positive and tolerate a little bit of social media addiction. And when somebody comes to you and says, well, you've given me a hard time about Facebook, but you're not giving her. Yeah, well, she gets all of her work done. Okay. Now, on the other hand, consider the bottom performer, the lower performer, who's also overusing social media. Maybe you think social media is the problem, and so you address it. But our experience suggests that the elimination of Facebook or tweeting or whatever will only rarely improve that person's core performance. And if it doesn't, then where are you? Probably because you're already under the impression that you should go to root causes, you're going to witch hunt what is, quote, really, unquote, causing the performance weakness. Right? How long is that going to take? Well, and, and you get them off of social media. They're grumbling. They're unhappy. Their performance doesn't improve. And where do you go from there? Now you're now you're on the next witch hunt looking for something else, right? And yeah. y- if you do that, you never end up addressing the real issue, which is the lack of performance. And look, the other thing is, if you don't see the Facebook or the tweeting or the texting or whatever in public, it's probably just gone into hiding, right? I'm amazed at the number of people who are looking at websites that they don't think you, you would want them to look at as the boss, and they shut them down quickly when you come by. And I just want to look at them and go, really? Hmm. Really? You know, unbelievable. And by the way, at some point, I could give feedback for that. Hey, can you give some feedback? When you quickly shut down a website, when I walk up to your cube, it sends a message you're doing something you should not be doing. It embarrasses you. It embarrasses me. Can we not do that in the future? Yeah, sorry. I was looking at Sports Illustrated. Uh, Okay, fine. Now, look, the whole point is, rather than addressing the cause or what upsets you, which is social media, why not address your core purpose and their core purpose, which is performance and results? A manager's first thought has to be about performance, about results. Your first thought ought not to be about the underlying causes of poor performance, but rather the performance itself, not the cause, the performance. You're not responsible for why. You're responsible for what. Now, look, something else, a caveat. We know people check Facebook and we t- they tweet, and they looked at LinkedIn and Foursquare during the day. Checking social media a few times a day is not abuse. That's normal nowadays. When we say abuse, we mean several times an hour throughout the day, and probably in front of others without any awareness of it. Now, could you give feedback to someone who starts checking Facebook right in front of you? Oh, yeah. And that's a good sign that they do it too much. They're talking to you. They're reaching their pocket for the phone and suddenly they're on Facebook. And you say to them, hey, can I give some feedback? Yeah, sure. When you check Facebook, we're in the middle of a conversation. Totally not cool, dude. Totally unprofessional. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but you know, we're using Facebook to communicate on this particular team. Yeah, okay. <laughs> really? Okay. Really? Yeah. By then, I'm already walking away. Yeah. And look, something else, too. I got a question recently from somebody who says, 
what if somebody's spending time on some websites and, and my fellow managers saying you ought not to pay them for that time because they're not working. We're not advocating that. Okay. Just because somebody spends some time doing what might be considered personal stuff doesn't mean they ought not to be paid. Perfect efficiency. The idea that every minute they're at work, they're working is a joke. It's not going to happen. Allowing any direct some time to be inefficient isn't a crime. It's totally normal. So don't worry about that. Okay. So we're not going to address the social media addiction directly. We're going to give them feedback on performance standards, right? That's, that's what we're left with. That's what we ought to address. Yeah. What really ought to bug us about social media abuse is performance suppression. That's the issue. Every hour somebody spends checking Facebook or tweeting or the latest thing, whatever it is, I, I know by definition we're making this cast more timely than timeless, which I don't like, but nevertheless, every hour they spend doing that kind of social media abuse uh, is an hour not spent accomplishing organizational objectives. All right. So if you see social media abuse, what you're, what you're doing essentially is you see that, you ignore it, and you start looking for areas where their performance is weak as a result of spending too much time on social media, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's, it's just like seeing somebody taking a nap at work. Oh, okay. Apparently, the guy didn't have enough to do. Now, I'm not saying that every person who's napping is wrong. There are people who work all night and, and pull all-nighters, and you know they're putting a release in, or they're doing a hardware switchover, or all kinds of stuff. We understand that, but 90% of the time, people who are napping at work are not really justified in napping. And I know there are some workplaces that say, it's okay to take a nap in the middle of the day. We're not talking to you. If you want to do that, that's fine. Uh, we disagree, but we're not. We're never going to do a podcast about it. And I'm sure you have data that suggests that people are crisper and sharper after a nap. That's okay. We're not going to recommend that. But for those cases where you believe someone's abusing it, and again, you've passed the caveat of, they're checking it once an hour, which is not abuse, in case you're wondering. You can safely assume they're not working on things that are core responsibilities. It would really tick me off in a, in a quiet way if somebody complained about not having enough time in the day. And by the way, it's not rare complaining about not having enough time in the day and spending time on Facebook and tweeting and saying, oh, it's just who I am. It's how I check in with my friends. Okay, don't check in with your friends as much. <laughs> well, that's going to be hard for me. Well, Okay. Privately, I'm thinking, I'm not going to fire you for that. I'm not going to get you in trouble for that. I'm going to get in trouble for the fact that you're not getting your work done. So when you observe it, it oughtn't be hard for you to see where they could improve. In your next couple of one-on-ones, ask about all the areas of their performance. Just do a review. Ask about updates on all projects. Okay. When you find weaknesses, give polite negative feedback about their performance. Okay. Don't mention the social media. Again, social media are not the problem. They're the clue that get you thinking more carefully about that direct's performance, which is what we ought to be doing anyway. Technically, if you were a great manager, and I'm sorry, most of us aren't, you would have been able to see that that person has more capability without the social media queue. Nonetheless, the social media queue is helpful. Okay, this person has more capability I can use. I'm not a slave driver, but they're indicating by their behavior, and I ought to have known just by knowing them well and knowing what their skills are, that they have more capabilities. We can get more out of them. Not because the goal is to get as much out of every person as you possibly can until they collapse, but rather to be reasonable and to try to get as much out of people as they're capable of doing, again, within reason. On a sustained basis, right? We're not trying to solve yeah. life out of somebody. No. <laughs> so. 
Hey, let me ask you, let me go back to um, something you mentioned earlier, which is somebody checking, you know, some social media, Facebook or Twitter or whatever, right in front of you, right? And so it's pretty clear that the issue is they're checking social media. Do I address that any differently or how would I, how would I address that effectively? Right in front of you when they're talking to you? Right. They're, they're in a discussion with me or someone else yeah. in the organization. They look down at their phone and, it, and it's pretty clear they're, they're checking you know, some kind of social media. Yeah. So again, in this case, it's not about the social media. Okay. It's about the behavior of tearing down the team by not being focused on effective communication. It's as simple as, hey, can I share something? When you're checking your phone several times in a conversation, it's distracting the team members. It's not professional. Can you work on that? I wouldn't tell them, you know, when you're on Facebook, when you check your phone, when I'm talking to you, that's the issue, right? right? Or when you're not focused on our conversation, when we're in a conversation, okay? Although that's a little gray because it's not really, focus is not really behavior. The point is you want to focus on the conversation and not on what the distraction is. Otherwise, you're just going to go play whack-a-mole, getting rid of all the distractions. Oh, well, you told me Facebook was a problem yesterday. Today I'm tweeting. Right. I guess you could go back to the <laughs> similar to the original, maybe we call it social media problem, which is people checking their their voicemail message or making phone calls right in front of you. Right. The same thing. Oh, yeah. The telephone is the original social media. If someone on your team uses the telephone for non-work related calls. And by the way, that would include in some cases calling a coworker and spending an hour talking about their weekend. Okay. And they're distracting other people or they're too personal in their conversations or, again, they're taking too much time. These same rules apply. The telephone is social media. Now, I wouldn't go and say to them, people are complaining about your use of the phone. I would just simply go up to them and say, hey, can I share something with you? When you're on the phone for an hour talking about your weekend, you're not getting work done. And that's not good. Can you change that for me? That's all. And then they're probably going to say, well, who told you? And, well, it was an important weekend. Yeah, you know. And again, that's where we get shot across the bow. We just walk away from that conversation because they know we're aware. We're not going to say to them, you will change it. We've only asked them to commit to changing it. And it may take a few times for them to get it, but they'll get it. Pretty straightforward. Okay. So what about somebody who you give them this, this feedback, right? You're not focused on social media. Their performance improves and they still have time for social media. Now, again, I'm not talking about somebody who occasionally goes into it. We're not trying to drive every spare moment out of somebody's work life. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about somebody who still engages in what we think of as kind of addictive behavior, even though their performance improved. What then? What does that suggest? Okay. So first, if they become a top performer, we recommend you give more leeway for inefficiencies. And guys, we mean that. Our top performers get more leeway than our bottom performers in areas that might be a cause of performance weakness. Because if somebody's on Facebook a lot, but they don't have any performance weakness, then the Facebook is not the cause of performance weakness because they don't have a performance weakness. If there's no performance weakness, social media are not a problem. Okay? But if they get better performance-wise, but are still in social media abuse mode, Give them more to do. Raise the standards of what you have them already doing. Delegate to them. They're showing you that they've got more bandwidth. Now, look, we want you to be sensitive. This is all predicated on you as a manager knowing your people well. This is not an excuse. It's not carte blanche to just dump stuff on your people until they 
really start struggling day to day with the workload and the sense of fear of failure and so on. And they start developing bad habits about shirking work and so on simply because they know they can't keep up. We're not suggesting that. We're suggesting you have to know your people. You have to have a relationship with them. Hopefully, you're not giving feedback unless you're doing one-on-ones, and you're going to be able to put a finger in the air and, and get a sense of which way the wind's blowing for each of your directs. Right. This is kind of the difference between distress and eustress, right? That's the balance we're trying to reach. Yeah, we're not trying to bury people. We're trying to find the reasonable upper limits of their performance because that's part of our responsibility, getting the most out of everyone within reason. So you can give more to do. So pretty easy. So so the social yeah. media uh, abuse problem is really not much of an issue because it's no. we, don't, we don't have to worry about the social media. We just do what we normally do, which is as managers, focus on performance. Yep. There you go. Piece of cake. Yeah, exactly. So ignore the social media initially, give feedback on performance standards, raise standards in rare cases in order to eliminate some distractions. There are all kinds of reasons, folks, why folks don't perform. If it's social media that you think is causing it, you might be right. But what if the social media goes away and the performance doesn't improve? Are you going to boil the ocean looking for the cause? Or are you just going to focus on the performance? And like every good manager, keep raising standards. That's the answer. There you go. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, partner. All right, later. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long.